yeah, it's what's your goal, right? If your goal is powerlifting, then it's the weight on the bar that matters. If the goal is a strong, fluid, open, healthy body that's super functional and feels amazing and like in, increases your ability to work and increases your quality of relationships, just makes your life better, then the weight on the bar doesn't really matter. You know, it matters so far as you can maintain awareness and openness and, uh, and still incrementally increase the weight. But it's the same thing with Bruce. When people would talk about weightlifting, and I don't entirely agree with this, but I get his point. Talk about like a 300 pound squat and Bruce would just say, that's not real strength. He'd always say that that's not real strength. And then he'd do these like crazy martial arts chi maneuvers, like throwing somebody across a room easily with like very little effort. He's like, that's real strength, <laughs> you know? And I get his point, you know, I get his point. Then again, a 300 pound squat or 400 pound squat is, is some real strength, yes. But his point is that if it's not integrated into the rest of the system, the rest of the eight bodies, then it's not real as per his ultimate goal, which is function. And um, I think that's mostly everybody's goal here, right? Is, is function essentially, even for athletes, there's no real benefit to 10 more pounds in the bar unless it increases your function as an athlete. Make sense? Yeah, so what needs to go in order to train this way? What needs to go psychologically? Ego. Ego. And for so many years, my favorite part of training was seeing weight and reps increase every week. Like I used to geek out in, uh, you know, 11th, 12th grade about my squat numbers. And I'd chart it out for the summer and say like, oh, if I go up five pounds a week for the rest of the summer, I'll be squatting 350 by the end of the summer. And that's really where I got my pleasure from was like seeing incremental progress constantly. And I remember by the end of that year, that's the year that I tore my hip actually and had to eventually get surgery. And I remember getting considerably stronger from that. Like I was just every single week, every lift, every rep, um, increasing reps or weight. But the tendons aren't going to grow at the same rate as the muscles do. You know, the tendon strength isn't coming up alongside that. The openness of my body was being shut down. There was no real awareness anyway. Um, I just go in and lift as heavy and as hard as I could. And I was shutting these other qualities of my body down. And then I didn't actually end up getting all that much better as a result. So yeah, like ego needs to, needs to really get checked and there's no reason. I don't think anybody here needs to be like jacking up their weight immediately. Um, that's not to say you can't get really strong over time. It's just a slower process because we're also accounting for awareness, openness, and fluid, healthy strength, right? Cool. I think on my side, cares more about aesthetics. On your side? Yeah, like if we're talking about like ego and the physical body, not for me, strength is, I guess I'm taking it for granted because I was born quite strong, but um, aesthetics for me was like a big egotistical 
thing that I always like cared about and a little bit of an insecurity <laughs> as well. And a lot of my a lot of my learning and physical training was to get better in that category. Yeah, I mean <laughs> one answer is that aesthetics and what you find appealing changes as you move up the spiral. Right. Right? And at Orange it might just be like pure bodybuilding like imagery and then you move up the spiral and it's like oh that that's not even appealing at all this is like totally shut down it's narcissistic it's vain mm -hmm. um like i said when i i was with that raptors therapist and he goes oh you're you're beyond that now good same exact thing so there's that and then the other thing is that training the physical body in this way doesn't negate aesthetics at all it doesn't negate strength even. Like all of that still can happen. You're just gonna feel way better as a result. And there's a difference, a really big difference between the weight that you're moving and the weight that you, move, that you put on the muscle. So with enough awareness, you can absolutely generate, and, and with the right openness and, and the right movement pattern, you can generate just as much or more tension on the muscle with less weight. That's the advanced move. Mm -hmm. And so bodybuilders have been doing this for like decades. Arnold always used to talk about like putting the mind inside the muscle, right? And they're still, you know, training in a different way and not for this purpose. But that's the way to think about it is, um, how much tension can I generate in a fluid way and still let go of it? Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is head over to deepgame.com and join us in our free masterclass where you'll learn all of the fundamental principles of the part of basketball that's played with the mind. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives, and it's completely free right now. So head over to deepgame.com, join us. Once again, it's totally free, and I will see you there.